Hi, this is Mark Nutting, here today to talk to you about the business of personal training and really kind of where we are now with the COVID-19 uh, virus and the closing down of, I'm, I'm sure, all health clubs and studios in the country and how we're dealing with that. Uh, I was trying to think of how to sort of couch what I'm going to talk about today uh, and, and what came to mind, you know, okay, well, these are kind of my deep thoughts or, and it suddenly occurred to me, I don't know if you remember, uh, Saturday Night Live back in the day, they had this whole little quick segment on deep thoughts by Jack Handy. And I just thought, yeah, yeah okay. That's, I, I won't call this deep thoughts, but I'll actually send you the link just because it's funny little bits. Anyway, this, this is about my thoughts uh, on everything that's happened in the next the past two weeks. We, Jiva Fitness, our studio, my wife's in my studio, closed down uh, a little less than two weeks ago. We got the mandate to uh, all non-essential businesses needed to close their doors. Uh, and it's been a scramble for all of us to figure out where we are in the world. Uh, it's a different, it's a different world. Since then, it, that Wednesday after the Monday night that we got the uh, mandate, uh, I did a, a uh, webinar with an association of fitness studios and some friends of mine uh, got together and we discussed where we're going as an industry at that point. And it was interesting because all of us had prepared the sort of ideas on how to handle uh, the idea you know, staying open and dealing with it. Uh, and we hadn't really gotten to that point of thinking about, okay, we're closing. And so it was all new to all of us and, and it was an interesting discussion. But since then, there have been all kinds of other webinars going on talking about what's happening in our world uh, or in the world in general, but also how it applies to us. And, uh, it's interesting to note that I, I just saw uh, a couple of facilities talking about how they're going to open two weeks in. Uh, you know, they've, they've been, most of the governors had said, okay, well, we're going to close for two weeks and, you know, sort of see what happens. Uh, some people are thinking this is going to go away in two weeks and, and that we're going to reopen in two weeks. The, an interesting thing is that... Uh, is the first case in the U.S. was January 22nd. And so that's about two months ago. The, uh, in, in China, they have, they are four months in, and they're starting now to talk about uh, the possibility of opening schools. So it took them that long to get through this to even start to be able to contemplate reopening things. So think about that. that we, if we're two months in, we still have a, a good two months. I, you know, so we need to start planning for at least that. We're not opening in two weeks and it would be remiss to start to think that way. So we need to move on. It's a new world. It's a, it's, uh, it's not going to be the same. And there are a lot of things we need to think about as we go forward. 
my thought process, uh, our thought process, again, you know, my wife and I are co-owners of our facility, and our thought process through the whole thing, you know, the first thing that is comes to mind is, you know, what about our members? We need to take care of our members. We need to make sure that they do not lose their way, they, that they still have ways of working out and that, you know, whether we make money off that or not, they, we don't want to lose them. They are our people. They are uh, our friends. You know, they really are. Uh, we are a tight-knit group, a, a family, and it's, it's about more than the monetary aspect here. We, wanna, we want them to say, stay safe. We want them to stay healthy. We want them to have the means to do that. Now, of course, we, we really hope to be around when they open up again, you know, when the, the, the world opens up again. So we also have to look to ways for us to make money and, and stay afloat. Uh, so there are any number of ways that are coming out. You know, it's, it's one of those hindsight things like, I wish I had stock in Zoom because Zoom is... You know, has got they are doing so much business now. It's it's crazy. Um, but Zoom allows us to connect with people and uh, start to create product that can go into the our members' homes. And uh, so we have to get used to those mediums that do that. Zoom isn't the only one. Uh, I, I'm surprised, I haven't used Skype in a while, but I'm surprised Skype is not on the, you know, out there as well. Uh, but there are other things, you know, everything from GoToMeeting and, and uh, just FaceTime and, and Facebook Live and, and the mediums are out there. Uh, you need to spend time and explore those and see how to use those. Uh, back to our members, you know. The idea of having them be able, being able to work out at home, you know, a lot of them don't have equipment. Equipment's not necessary. Uh, I've created a number of videos that they can use that uh, are body weight only. But for members that want to, have wanted to uh, work out with equipment and, and didn't have it, we have also loaned our equipment out to them. Uh, you know, it's sitting in the studio. It's not doing us any good, and it could be doing them some good. Uh, some clubs were renting them, and I, I honestly, to sit there and put a, a, you know, it's, you know, renting it for this fee just seemed weird and trivial. Uh, you know, it's not going to keep us, our heads above the water. It's not, you can't charge them enough to do that. So, you know, just, we just loaned it out. Uh, but now it also... You know, as we think about how to reach out to them, I absolutely think that we should be doing everything we can. Some people are in the same situation we are, are you know, uh, immediately as this, this took place, our 19-year-old son lost his job working in a restaurant, and uh, other people are losing their jobs and being put on furlough. Uh, so a lot of people can't afford, you know, their regular membership fee. They can't afford... Uh, personal training, you know, so there, we can't leave them high and dry. We have to be able to s create tiers, you know, 
there should be a free tier for our members. We, you know, we should be putting out information that will help them, help them continue to be able to work out. And then we can create other more personal options as well. Uh, the, you know, creating a membership where you have some videos or I know a lot of trainers are using uh, applications like Trainer Trainerize and creating workouts and training them through that, which is great for accountability. And you can store exercises and, and advance their workouts through Trainerize. And there, you know, again, I'm, there are other applications out there you can use. Trainerize just happens to be one of them. Uh, then the idea of doing personal training, you know, Zoom is working great for that. Not all of our clients are on board, all of our personal training clients are on board with that. Again, finances have changed, uh, but there are a fair number have come back around and gone, okay, I can, I can see how this will work and we can do this. So it's important that we create these options for them, higher attention, just like you would create in uh, the studio itself, whether you're doing one-on-one -on -one training, small group training, uh, or group fitness, you know, all those layers can be there. Again, I want to go back to there should always be a free option uh, for the people who just can't afford it. You don't, you've got to maintain your community. You've got to maintain your connection with them. And it's also, you can put out free information that not just for your members, but also for your community in general, the, the your town. Uh, Heather and I went and one of the first things we did is we Walk, there's a walking trail here, and we went on the walking trail, recorded it, and did exercises along the trail, and just put that out for the town. You know, here are things you can do, stay safe, uh, but, but keep moving. So create the things like that that you can put out for those members that can't afford it and for people who aren't members and keep them active. You know, down the road, they will remember what you did, and maybe after this whole thing's over, they will dig deeper and try to find you and, and uh, come to your studio, come to your gym. Uh, so that's just goodwill, and, and it doesn't hurt getting your name known and out there. Uh, other things, you know, the creating your space, you know, it... If you're going to record these things, you want to make sure you look into making sure you're safe, <laughs> your space is safe. I, I, you know, even in our studio, every once in a while there's something, you know, we have a, discovered a little leak. It was raining pretty heavily the other day. Uh, and I, I didn't see that there had actually a puddle on our stage in the studio had been created. And right in the middle of a workout that I was recording, I stepped in the puddle, slipped, and fell off the stage. Uh, so, I mean, I, I made a, an embarrassing loop about it and sent it out to a few of the members just to go, you know, working hard while you're away. But, you know, create a safe space that you can work out in and encourage your members to do the same thing. Uh, make sure they have plenty of room, they're not going to step on the cat, the dog, uh, or any of those things. So, create a safe space for you to record stuff created you know we have a uh, our stage is where we do our online classes our whether we're going to stream them or uh, record them uh, we do it from our stage we have a another area segmented off that 
is an area for personal training. Got a desktop computer set up and the, the video set up already there so we can just walk into the space and go on a Zoom call and work with our clients. Uh, you know, um, and I look over at the notes, I made some notes that I really wanted to cover, you know, as we're doing this, it's a great opportunity to really stretch our own uh, capabilities. You know, I, I had never worked with Zoom before, so now it's one of those things that you have to learn and make sure that, you know, by the end of this, we'll be masters of this, and we will have skills coming out of it that we didn't have prior to, and, and we need to realize that that is going to be part of our, our business, our lives going forward as well. So, to, you know, really learn these things. Learn how to use Zoom to the best capability. Uh, it's a good time to do webinars, you know. It's a good time to st start that podcast you might want to have done. Uh, frankly, I had started two podcasts and then got distracted, and I, it's been months since I got back to it. And again, now it's I have time to start to think about podcasting again and uh, really am making that effort and going to jump back in and, and make that happen. Uh, you can do consultations, offer, offer consultations, you know, free consultations to people, do a Zoom call. Uh, it will have the, let the person you're t speaking to have a little bit of sense of what the Zoom interactions are like. Uh, it's also, you know, you go into these things and, and, you know, it's a way to, people want to, first off, want to have some kind of connection with people. And, and people want to talk to people. People don't know how to approach fitness in their homes. Uh, we're offering free consultations uh, via Zoom. And, you know, there's no obligation to work with us. There's no obligation to purchase anything. It, it is just simply, okay, what do you got? What kinds of things can you do? And here are some resources. Uh, if you need more help, here we are. But to, to walk them through that and see what they might be able to do. Uh, other things having to do with our livelihood. You know, if you are a gym owner, manager, uh, studio, uh, you've been talking about how you can generate the income, but we also have to manage expenses. You know, so, you know, the, one of our biggest expenses for a lot of people, I mean, this question came up and it, it's an easy question for us, you know, as far as managing our employees because we're a two-person operation. You know, my wife and I are the only two people that work at our facility. Uh, so we're not worried about the workman's compensation. We're, we're not worried, you know, the, uh, you know, or, or how are we going to pay their, you know, somebody's salary or what we're going to do. But a lot of you have employees and the, one of the things I think is essential is, you know, to first off communicate as openly as possible with your with your employees. You got to let them know what what what's going on in your head. What are you thinking about? What are your concerns? Let them know. Hear back from them what their concerns are. We're all sitting here, you know, as I said, scrambling, trying to figure this thing out. How how are we going to evolve? with this and still make a living and still, you know, uh, move forward, you know, and, and not be in crisis mode. Uh, 
one of the things you can do, I mean, if you're not capable of, of, of continuing their salary or their pay, which many clubs, gyms can't, take, do what you can to educate your trainers to be able to generate their own income these days. You know, uh, teach them how to train online. Teach them how to, you know, do workshops on, you know, using Zoom. Do workshops on how to s put together a, a workout online. Uh, it, create a way of uh, having them be able to coach their clients, whether they're, you know, their clients have equipment or they're lifting their laundry containers, you know, using those as weights or they, tubing or where they, you know, what, what resources do they have for uh, equipment? Uh, you know, one of the go-to places for me has always been Perform Better, and, which is performbetter.com. They are, get equipment to you very rapidly and, uh, you know, set your clients up with a set of tubing. You know, uh, you could do so much. I mean, it's so versatile. Or something, you know, everybody can afford a little bit of something. If they can't, again, like, you know, go back, go to the lifting uh, groceries, you lift, you know, Take your backpack. I've seen people, you know, taking backpacks and loading them up with maybe it's sneakers, maybe it's you know, maybe it's sand. You they if they're around the beach, maybe it's whatever. But you know, find makeshift ways that they can utilize something. Uh, but back to tubing. Tubing, you know, is a is a great option for people at home. Uh, so back to the, the employees. Teach them. Give them the skills to help. Uh, generate their own business, find their own business, business skills, you know, teach them those. If you haven't been doing that already, now's a perfect time to jump in and talk about marketing themselves. Uh, the, you know, don't worry about them. You know, a lot of studios will sit there and go, well, I've given this, uh, these skills, maybe they won't come back to me. Well, you know, if, if you help them through this, there's going to be lo loyalty you know, and they will come back and, you know, maybe together you create something bigger and better anyway to, you know, the more skilled they are. I mean, you want a more skilled anyway, you know, more, more diverse skills and they're going to come back better. And so give them everything you can, every tool that you can possibly think of to help them through this time. Uh, and they will come back and they will stay loyal. So don't concern yourself with, you know, they're going to go off on their own. But we all have to stick together. We all have to make this happen, uh, get through this. Other expenses. Uh, I heard this in a, a webinar. You know, go back to your your uh, expense, all the expenses you have during a month. Go line by line, down the line. And there, we, there are a lot of things that we, you know, either sign up for or have uh, some subscription that we may not need at this point. And either you know stop those things if, if you can if you don't need it stop it if it's something you need but not now i mean we're looking at our booking service and going depending on how long this goes on do we need our booking service well we're starting to generate the personal training is starting to go through that booking service uh you know whether it's mind body we use well uh, wellness living and uh you know so we're booking our online training through them so we're still using it but the things like that if you're not utilizing those things call them up you know maybe you don't have to cancel it 
outright. Maybe you can just put it on hold for the time being, you know, until we, those services are needed again. And as you think about those things, there's other things like your landlord. I mean, talk to your landlord. See if there's something you can do to uh, maybe delay, you know, the payments. Maybe not, maybe catch up on the payments later. Maybe if you can't afford to pay your rent right now, they will be lenient and, and allow you to either, uh, well, push it off, essentially, probably. The... Uh, there's also the fact that, you know, depending on the size of the landlord, if, you know, and the, your facility, maybe they're also struggling for money and maybe they need it, you know, that income uh, as well. So it, it's going to be a back and forth and try to figure these things out. But all of your expenses, give them a call. All those people you have, you know, have to pay monthly, give them a call, see what you can do, see if they, there's any uh, leeway in when you pay or, you know, or maybe you can, you know, there, there are some uh, loans out there where you may, may be able to at least stop the interest rates for the, a time period. Uh, give all your creditors a call and see what they can do. You know, tell them the situation you're in. If you, you're, you know, you're strapped for money, you have, don't have the cash flow that you really needed to have. Uh, have that discussion with them. So, what next? Uh, going forward, what are, you, what are you doing with your time? You know, one of the biggest things, one of the biggest mistakes you could make right now is to sit back and be reactive and not proactive. If you sit back and kind of hope and wait, and maybe this thing will be gone in two weeks, it's not going to be gone in two weeks, you're going to need to step it up. You need to be proactive and figure out what is going to, what's the next step. So you need to step up and find out how to connect with your clients, how to how to work with your clients, how to get new clients. You know, I think that's an interesting point too. Is is you know most of us are thinking about just just serving our clients. Uh, yes, as I said at the very beginning, how do we handle our how do we help our clients st stay connected, stay. Uh, active and and keep going throughout this but at the same time we can market to new prospects new clients uh, maybe not everybody's going virtual or you're not going as quickly as you could go uh, you may be the new opening for for people maybe people again people who were you know one of the ideas I uh, will probably actualize tomorrow is uh, record a basic workout for people who have never worked out. And I'm, as a marketing tool, put that out there, put out a free workout. Uh, you know, and it's, I say never worked out. You know, it doesn't change that there are people out there who don't like going to gyms, who need to work out, who have never worked out. The older population, uh, the less active population, maybe it starts with doing some chair swats. You know, maybe it's, you're, you teach them how to hip hinge. You, you have push-ups off a counter. You have, uh, you know, a rowing exercise with the laundry detergent. Uh, it, you know, something really, really basic, but something that those 
inactive people can connect to and go, oh, that wasn't that hard. I could probably do that. It's a great way to get yourself and exercise in general in their minds. And it's not that hard. It doesn't take that long. I could start this at home now. And, you know, as we do this, maybe they never have to come in, you know, even after, you know, all the guidelines are loosened up and, you know, that you, we reopen and, and everything. Maybe you're gonna st we're going to have a strong online clientele as well for those people who are either uh, a distance away, you know, not convenient to come in, or those who have a tougher time getting around, don't drive, whatever that might be. But we can start to reach out to those people now and start to let them know you can do something at home. Uh, so new opportunity, the idea. Beyond that, uh, what else? Uh, being proactive with that. Oh, you know, we're, we're looking into doing classes online. There are all kinds of restrictions with music, and I, I hope you guys realize this, is that ASCAP, BMI, you know, you need to be paying them every year for the rights to be able to play music within your studio or your gym, even if you're just playing, you know, a ra the radio, even if you're playing Spot Spotify or you're pa playing uh, uh, Pandora, you know, you still need to be paying because you're using music that has been recorded and you're using it for the entertainment or or active use of it within your facility. You know, you like to have music on the background. Your, your clients like to have music on the background when, while you're lifting. There is a fee that goes along with that, just to have that. So as we do videos and, and try to put videos out, if you're recording videos, the cost of using popular music and uh, uh, then recording it and being able to sell your videos or whatever you're doing, it's astronomical for for smaller businesses. If that's not what you're doing and you're not investing in that, that's that's a lot of money to use that music. There you can, there is music you can use if you stream it and then delete it. It can't be recorded or there can't be an existing recording of that. Um, you can look into Power Music. Power Music just sent, actually just sent me a, an email talking about their music in, in particular, uh, royalty-free uh, music. It, but you still can't record it and then sell that recording. You can, you can stream it. So those are a couple ideas. This is the one I'm currently working on. Is You know, we're not the only industry that got hurt by this. Uh, any public, you know, theaters have been hurt. Uh, cinemas have been hurt. Gig artists have been hurt. Songwriters, musicians who depend on getting out in front of people and playing and, and singing their, their, performing their music, they've been hurt badly. And they're doing this, going through the same struggle we are. Uh, I just contacted four of my local for local, uh, say my local, they're, they're local, uh, local musician songwriters. And 
broached the idea of utilizing their music for classes and working out a deal with them to really promote them even within the streaming classes and you could give shout outs to them and during the class and this song by you know this artist uh you know local artist it's you know uh thank you for this song da, 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 and then include their links to their their music pages include uh whatever information you can to, to help them out at the same time you know you can sit there and, and figure out this is you know like pay them a certain percentage uh of whatever you take in you know a certain percentage of the profits uh so it's a collaborative thing but i think it's such a i'm i'm <laughs> i'm a little psyched about the idea because i think it's such a cool thing to uh, both help them out and i think it is something people will appreciate you know these are these are bands i've heard before or you know if it's somebody across the country going well that's that's really some kind of cool music there you're exposing any number of people to new music at the same time rather than oh yeah these are the hits i heard on the radio so original music they've not heard before i think is a kind of cool thing plus supporting the local artists plus getting your videos to have music in the first place uh, i think it'd be a great collaborative thing and, and that's my one of my ideas for you today is go ahead and th think about the, the bands who are local the, the singer songwriters you know original music uh uh, other things you should be doing now that now along with doing those things like podcasting or uh, re recording classes or whatever that might be it's a chance to really sit back and do some learning it's a chance to get better at the things we we know we needed to anyway and we just didn't seem to find the time reading books watching webinars watching you know, informational programs. Uh, fitnessbusinessinstitute.com. This is Pat Riley's uh, online business. And he has a, an online trainer certification that he has, uh, is putting out there for free now. So you can get certified as an online trainer there uh, for free. Why not, right? If you haven't done it, uh, Go ahead and fitnessbusinessinstitute.com and sign up for it, do it, go through that education thing. Uh, it's also a good time to catch up on whatever else might be going on. Maybe if, maybe you use this time just for extra family time. And we've, I know we have two sons, and uh, we've had family game night a couple nights. We've watched movies together. We've, you know, granted we're not going out and doing things outside as much, but you know you can spend some good family time you can uh, catch up on work around the house. Uh, we're gonna spend some time re refinishing things in the studio. Uh, so we get a little, you know, made a Home Depot run and have paint and stuff ready to go. Uh, work on those things. Don't sit around in your pajamas, you know, unless you're learning, you know, but, but it's not a time to sit back it's a time to grow and i think it's important that we approach it that way being proactive stepping forward taking those steps uh you know uh, one of the things 
that I was doing as I was, our town is, is a very cool little town. I mean, 27,000 people, little town. Uh, the, they would hate it. They, they, they like to think of it as a city, but you know, I used to live in New York city, so this is a small town. Uh, but I, it's a it's a big town as far as festivals go. It's a big festival town. There are a lot of festivals, including Garlic Fest. Uh, there is uh, Clam Jam. There there is Spring into Easton, which is a kind of a festival thing. Uh, but we have one of the largest bacon fests in the country. And uh, so I'm you know as I'm thinking about what else can we do here. This is before COVID nineteen. Uh, I organized and. and have set up uh, a fitness festival, and have I arranged with a local nonprofit organization who happens to have a gymnasium to host it there. All proceeds would go to this organization, and I ha have nine classes that were set up uh, to be taught. I have uh, nine presentations, thirty-minute presentations throughout the day on health and fitness topics, and. Uh, the date of this is May 16th. And, you know, while COVID-19 is coming up, I mean, it, it had come into play. You know, I, I've said we're still on, we're still on, we're still on. Uh, I said I'd make a decision by April 16th, one month out. I'll still wait until April 16th to declare what's going on, but I, I, we're not going to be ready to, for it at this point, at May 16th. Uh, again, if we're two months it's two months from now, we're at March 29th, you know, April 29th, May 29th, you know, it's two months out before they start opening things up, possibly. Uh, it's, it's very highly unlikely we'll do that. So, what? Can I do the whole thing online? Can I get all the instructors to teach their class online? Can I get those presentations done online and then still sell the whole idea to the population? And, it, you know, as I said, it was a fund. It, actually, all funds were going to go to the nonprofit uh, organization anyway. So rather, you know, they've, they've actually had two big uh, fundraisers get postponed or canceled already. So they're still in need of money. People still need to realize that there are things, different kinds of opportunities for them to work out. Um, and information is always important. Can I still create this? Can I, keep, can I create this as an online experience? Still raise the same kind of money that uh, I was hoping to live. Uh, I, mean, I already have uh, sponsors, so I've already raised, you know, almost $2,000 in sponsorship. Will the sponsors still hang on for an online event? Will they, you know, will that still work for them? Uh, you know, always thinking. You're, you got to keep thinking different angles. How do, how do I make this work? It's a different world. It's, it can't be impossible to still do the things we want to do. It's just going to be a different medium, a different, you know, way of doing it. How, what are those ways? And, that, and that's kind of where we're looking with this is how do I do what I do? How, how do I serve the people 
that I want to serve? Uh, how do I answer their difficulties, their problems, and it, with the restrictions that we are now under? You know, and if we're solving problems, there are, you know, potential members, current members, uh, clients, if we're solving their problems, it will solve our, there'll be a product there for us, and we'll be able to make a living off that. Uh, it's, again, it's just so important that we don't sit back and uh, let this overwhelm us, that we continue to move forward, continue to serve, and continue our own livelihood as we do this. Uh, one thing that came to mind before I, I wrap this up uh, is that a lot of, you know, as you may be having difficult a difficult time, you know, figuring out Zoom or whatever medium you're using, just remember your clients are going to have the same difficulties. Create tutorials for them. I created a, a guideline worksheet, you know, for just connecting to Zoom for our clients, our, our really our friends and everybody else. Uh, but a, a quick tutorial, uh, get that out to them so they have the easiest time possible dealing with it. A lot of our clients are not that tech savvy and they, you know, because we have a lot of older clients and some of them, you know, don't have Facebook, so Facebook doesn't work. How are you, how are you getting to them? How are you connecting with them like that? Uh, so make sure you make it as easy as possible to connect to them. Make it easy for them to connect to you. Um, so, you know, as, as we go forward, you know, it's, it's a keep on trucking kind of thing. Uh, we, nobody has all the answers. Nobody knows all the problems. We're, we're learning as we go, you know. Our clients will start to tell us, going, well, you know, I really can't do this or I can't do that, and we become the problem solvers. And that's, that's how we have to approach this, is look at the, look at the challenge that, challenges that are out there. How can I move forward and help people solve those problems? If, if you approach it that way, you're going to come up with the things, the ideas that will carry you forward beyond this. So, on that note, keep your chin up. Keep positive. Uh, oh, see, yeah, hold that thought. It's also important to connect. We're doing cocktail hours every Friday night with our our members and our clients. We just set it up on Zoom. They come in. We everybody has a cocktail of the choice, whether it's kombucha or you know wine or whatever it is, and we just talk about stuff. And we you know last week was a, a headgear theme, so everybody had to have a hat or a headgear or you know some had wigs, some had whatever. But people like to stay connected, so find opportunities to connect your members with other members. It's not just about you and them. Connect, they are part of a community. Make sure you keep them connected to each other. And on that note, I'm gonna say thanks for listening and hopefully you'll find what pushes you forward. And if I can be any help, uh, don't hesitate, contact me. Thank you so much. Take care, stay safe.